listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Well, hey, friend. So this is going to be a fun episode of just answering listener questions. We've done one or two of these before. Yep. Um, we'll link to the is, previous ones. Yeah, it's just kind of nice. We get a lot of great feedback and questions from you guys via email and social media, and we thought we would just take a whole episode of answering yeah. them. So it's kind of a grab bag situation. So some of them are about parenting, relationships, or just life in general. So let's dive right in, starting with a super fun one. Uh, this I love this question. If the two of you could take a girl's trip together anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? Oh my gosh. It's, we, did, we didn't talk about this <laughs> beforehand, nope. so I'm so interested to see what both of us, are we going on the same vacation yeah. or not? <laughs> I guess I was just thinking about going on a trip with you. Uh, what came to mind is either a beach vacation mm-hmm. where we just do a lot of like reading on the beach, Mm -hmm. just like a lot of relaxing, maybe some spa treatments, but get to go out to some nice dinners. Just, I don't like the quiet. Yes. I feel like we can like introvert, like introvert, but together. (laughs) Um, or the other thing, this might be more me, but I think you would be into it too. It'd be like cozy mountain cabin, but with like some hot springs. Yes. So kind of like similar thing, just like relaxing, but beautiful setting. Yeah. I mean, we like, we like to get some, some hygge. Yeah. We, we do like the hygge. (laughs) So yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Okay. Where are you sending us? This is so funny because I kind of had the same thing. Okay. So I think somewhere either very Zen and peaceful and the introvert thing, Uh like Bora Bora, like Uh we are perfectly content to sit next to each other reading exactly. for hours exactly. like that would be like ideal exactly um so something like just away from children uh-huh. um both of us still kind of in the thick of fairly young kids so yeah. i think that we would enjoy that we could also do some planning and some talking about mm-hmm. you know we could get a lot of good yeah thinking time in yeah. there or new york city in the fall oh yes we kind of have to us go with somewhere in the fall. and yeah. boots we're gonna go to a broadway musical yes. just i feel like we would love the energy there we would feel very inspired to yeah. like get down to business you know yeah. get the business side of things yeah. really going i like that and new york city in the fall just through central park like come on Come we would on. just be Instagram obnoxious. Yes. But that to me is I, like, like there would trip. just be a theme song that came yeah. on behind <laughs> us. <laughs> well, those sound fabulous. I will definitely. I, I, I will. sign up for all of those. Yes. I yeah. will take all of those trips with you. <laughs> okay. How about this one? We get this one a lot yeah. and I feel like I have very strong feelings on mm. this. Um, it's when and where do you read? So people that want to read, but feel like they can't find time. Mm-hmm. We do have a whole episode from 2017 called Reading Habits and Neighborly Grapefruit, mm-hmm. which talks a lot about this. But I think it's worth revisiting because that may have even changed for us as our kids have gotten older yeah. and job situations have changed, etc. So where and when do you read? Okay. So I usually read usually daily. That's what I aim for. Mm -hmm. If I have a book that I am reading, which I prefer to always have a book that I'm reading is like before bed. Usually I would say, usually try to get about 45 minutes to Mm -hmm. an hour Mm -hmm. in. Um, So yeah, I I just, I try to be really cognizant that I'm going to want that time. So I try to get into bed a little bit earlier so that I'll have that time. Um, Sometimes on the weekends, if the boys are playing well, but that's a hit or miss, that's not a reliable time. Yeah. 
Um, I will say that I just think that if you're wanting to read more, the key is to get a great book Yeah. because then suddenly you find time. Yes. You're like, you need to find something that you are like, especially if you're out of the habit, Mm -hmm. but want to get back into it Mm -hmm. that you like cannot wait to go read. Exactly. So I think that helps Mm -hmm. that can like get you back into that and then maybe help show you where kind of you have some time. Um, I always, I have also a personal rule for myself that is always bring a book. Mm -hmm. Even if you are not going anywhere where you think you're going to have time to Mm -hmm. read just those little five, 15 minutes of suddenly waiting or you get somewhere early, um, you could be reading up from school. Yeah, exactly. So I think that just kind of helps me. And I, I don't always obey this rule and I am so mad at myself when I get somewhere and have some unexpected time yeah. and I don't have my yeah. book to read. Same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say a couple things about this upfront. I agree. Like if you want to be reading, just do it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I realized for me, um, I think when I felt like I had less time when we got the girls that reading for me is like truly a benchmark of how I'm mm-hmm. doing in life. Like mm-hmm. if I am reading daily, mm-hmm. that means that probably I'm having my life organized enough mm-hmm. to make little pockets of time. Um, and that it just, it's an escape mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. it's self-improvement sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so much for me that's that in that. If recharge. it's not that for you, that's fine. But if you yeah. feel like you're missing that in your life, like mm-hmm make it a priority and guard it. Mm -hmm. I definitely read before bedtime too. And we kind of have a little built in time because Jeremiah goes to bed fairly early Mm -hmm. because he gets up super early to go Mm -hmm. work out. And so I like to go to bed with him, Mm -hmm. but, and just kind of be up there and like settled Mm -hmm. for the night. But then that gives me like an hour to two, honestly, before I'm really ready to sleep that I read. And Mm so I I think the Kindle has made me read more Mm -hmm. since I got that, you know, years ago. Yeah. Um, just because I can read then with no overhead light on or lamp on, um, the backlit one. So that helps. I read faster and more with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that audible is a great way to get Mm -hmm. started. I know like Jeremiah really wants to be a more of a reader. And so he's really, but he's a slow reader. Mm -hmm. And so he feels like it's like work sometimes, but he's also just wants to read nerdy technical books and I'm like well yeah those are work like right. trying to like broaden his horizons a little bit so he has been getting into audible too because cool. it's just a good way on the commute yeah to read um, that is a that is a great point if you don't have the time to like sit down yeah. you can be you could have that in your ears while mm-hmm. you're working around the house yes going totally. to get the kids in the car things just like getting that. ready and that's changed for me too I feel like I didn't have as much time to do mm-hmm. that when my kids were home all the time and yeah. out there in school I have that back and forth just you know like as Mm -hmm. I'm on my way home Mm -hmm. without them in the car right when they're super tiny like they're kind of with you all the Mm -hmm. time so that's hard but Mm -hmm. um yeah I just think that I will listen then I will listen for chores I will clean the hell out Mm. of my house with an audible book in like a good one yeah because I just want to keep listening and that you get like a lot of reading Mm -hmm. done that Mm -hmm. way because you can read faster than you can physically read right um yeah I just I just love it. And so I make time for it, but Mm -hmm. I know that that's hard when they're super little, but I would say carve that out. Even if it's like starting with, you're so tired when you go to bed. So you're going to go to bed 15 minutes earlier Mm -hmm. and just like at least read for 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and get that habit going. I would say one other tip that I have is to try to build up a pipeline of books because I'll notice that my reading will suddenly fall off if I've kind of gotten a couple of duds from Mm -hmm. the library or suddenly I finished a book and I didn't have one lined up. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of happened to me recently. I was kind of reading several nonfiction books 
books mm-hmm. or trying them, but not, I wasn't just falling in love with any mm-hmm. of them. And I was just like feeling blah. And I was yeah. telling Chris, I was like, I just need, I don't have a great book to read. And he was like, yeah, I've noticed you haven't been reading for a few yeah. days. And like, that is weird for me. So anyway, for me, I use um, Goodreads. I know you use your Amazon mm-hmm. wishlist. It's just when you hear out in the world, yes. um, a friend, a podcast, wherever of a book that sounds interesting, immediately mm-hmm. write it down somewhere or capture yep. it. And then, I, I mean, I would obviously highly recommend the library just because mm-hmm. it's free, whatever, put books on request, you yes. know, that are super popular. And so that's then, kind of your cue that way. Yeah, too. Mm-hmm. exactly. So I kind of think having some kind of system for keeping the books coming yes. really helps too. Something else I love doing and for some weird reason really motivates me to mm-hmm. read, even though this is not like me typically, <laughs> is I keep a list of, and I just do it in a, a note on my uh-huh. phone. I, I really should use Goodreads more, but um, I just do it on a note in my phone with the year on top. And I want to a list of oh, every book that I've read for the year, yeah. partly because I read a lot. And so I don't remember like as right. we're talking about them here totally. on the podcast or whatever. Um, but I, I, there's something about like mm-hmm. building that list yeah. that makes me feel like I'm living my best life. Yeah, like just, I want, I can't wait to add another book to that list. <laughs> That's awesome. That feel just feels like an accomplishment. Yeah. And I think book club, if you find yourself mm-hmm. even a virtual book club mm-hmm. that at least forces you to read a book a month, Yeah, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So we have lots to say about books. We sure do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is another good one. How do you prep your house and kids for a weekend where your parents might stay? Mm. Or like you might be away and maybe your parents are there or a babysitter is staying with the kids. So it's the first adults only vacation for her um, and grandparents are staying at the house. What would you do? Okay. Well, first of all, I totally, we can both understand there can be a lot of just worry and anxiety about this. That is a moving part. That is a big first step too. And just, Mm -hmm. you know, you're trying to prep everything. You're worried if the kids are going to be you know, exhausting for your parents Mm -hmm. and how they're all going to do. I would just say of like, first of all, remember that the grandparents who are staying, they have raised kids before. Mm -hmm. If they are willing to do this, they are willing to do that, do it. They're enthusiastic. And remember, they're not as exhausted as you are by your kids. They're not already over your children. (laughs) Exactly. So they're going to come in with renewed energy. Um, And just for me too, I have found this for every trip that we do, because Chris and I have been away from them um, quite a few times now, is that I'm always stressed out and worst case scenario worrying Mm -hmm. before we take off. Honestly, once we are on our way, like Mm -hmm. even just once we get to the airport, Mm -hmm. I just find all of that melts away and I'm just like, it's fine. Yes. It's kind of like, okay, whatever's not figured out at this point, they will figure out. And so just kind of remember too, that, um, you'll be worried and stuff, but you, you won't be worried the whole trip. Like that will kind of melt away once you just kind of are on your way. Mm -hmm. Um, so those are first two just kind of overall things that I would say, um, just if your kids are old enough talking about just talking about it, the expectations Mm -hmm. and whatnot, just kind of socializing that idea. Um, I think before maybe I've done this for babysitters, maybe for my parents, like print out just a general schedule, you yeah. know, kind of like breakfast, if they're acting crazy snack. around 10, they might need a snack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of for remembering mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Um, listing like friends or neighbors they could reach out to if needed, mm-hmm. um, something like that. Um, like nearest urgent care or ER, yeah. name of the pediatrician, 
leave their health insurance cards there, just kind of things like that. Um, Also making a list of activities, both like at the house and away from the house Mm -hmm. too. Like here's children's museums or here's parks that we love. Just, you know, go to things. Exactly. Um, Things like that. I would also just say mentally prepare that most likely your kids are going to get more junk food, more screen time, less sleep sleep than (laughs) you are okay with. And you just can't worry about it. And there is going to be some fallout from that when you get back. So the first couple of days, it might be kind of crappy, but it's just going to be worth it. Mm -hmm. And they'll settle back into their routine. That's just kind of part of the package forever because they got spoiled for a week. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's part of it, especially when kids are real young and this is your first time, you are their everything. Mm -hmm. And so it feels very daunting Mm -hmm. to put that in somebody else's hand. Um, I will say something that I felt very proud of as a new mom, because we had to for survival. Like I, there was no way with a almost two year old and three year old, just like all of a sudden instant parents that Mm -hmm. I could function Mm -hmm. is that I got really good at accepting help really Mm -hmm. early. Mm -hmm. Um, and because of that, my kids were more flexible Mm -hmm. too. So I would say to remember that you, there's a little bit of it that you have to get over yourself Mm -hmm. as the mom. And I know that's hard when you've been the one to literally like keep this child alive Mm -hmm. for, but you have to a little bit, um, step outside of yourself and be like, okay, other people Mm -hmm. know how to keep kids alive. Right. I'm, I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, that's all kind of all that matters. Yeah. That they stay alive while right. you're gone. <laughs> like, I know that that sounds like really paring it down to a ridiculous level, but it's true. Like, I think I would tell myself that even when I'm like worried about things like the sugar and the sleep right. and they're going to be off their schedule mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Just be like, they'll be alive and yeah. they'll have fun because exactly. it'll be different for oh, them. Yeah. And they will know this is not the every day. Mm-hmm. This is how it is with mm-hmm. grandma, you know? Mm-hmm. Um a couple of things to prepare that might make you make it easier for your parents. Also, um, think about like we talked about this a little bit last night at book club mm-hmm. uh, with our friend Becky. She's like, I don't clean before they come. Oh, this I mean, is I a keep things tip. like presentable, right, and get their guest room ready, but I clean after, after. because it's just inevitably going to be more chaos. They're not going to be worried about like. Uh-huh you know, cleaning up as meticulously right. after dinner, they're rushing to like cut mm-hmm. an apple on the counter real quick. Cause they don't have, they're just <laughs> right. not in their routine. Mm-hmm. And so cleaning after mm-hmm. the kids have been allowed to maybe run amok a little I bit for the idea. week is really good. Yeah. Um, and then think of some of those things maybe that they're out of practice with like mm-hmm. the daily routines. If mm-hmm. they're watching kids and taking them to school, maybe mm-hmm. have some sandwiches made in the freezer mm-hmm. ahead of time. Some things that like, Think of your pain points throughout the day right. or things you really had to think about as a new parent, like yeah. bottles or whatever uh-huh. it might be, and like get as much of that just laid out for them as mm-hmm. possible. And mm-hmm. then, of course, let go and right. know that they're not necessarily going right. to follow all that. And if yeah. you want to order pizza one night mm-hmm. for dinner, that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of it is just like letting go. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they really will be okay. And kind of like what you were saying is that you, you know, did it as early on as you could with the girls and that could be beneficial for them with the flexibility. And I just think too, then it's beneficial for you. The first one is kind of the hardest and then it's like, okay, we can do this. And it was really good. And we were all fine. And I worried about things that I didn't even need to. Right. I could stress less next time. Mm -hmm. And I just, I know people now that, you know, their oldest is uh, five and they've never been away for a night. And like, I, I understand that's, I'm not, that's not bad, but it's just, um, you know how good it is to get away. It is so good. And the Mm -hmm. I just feel like kind of the longer you put it off, it could just be harder. Yeah. And so, um, 
you know, if it's going to give you terrible anxiety, I'm not saying force yourself to do it, but if you're kind of like, oh, I'd kind of, I'd kind of like to mm-hmm. just know that even us as seasoned, like right. weekend awayers, right. we kind of get some worry or stress, yeah. but it's going to be okay. Yeah. And we didn't even have, we don't have grandparents local. Mm-hmm. And so we've had to use just some really good babysitters that we, they're mm-hmm. a little bit older and we mm-hmm. feel, res- you know, are super responsible and love our girls mm-hmm. or, or good friends. But a grandparent is like, they love your kids probably in some ways more than you do right. like in terms of putting up with like right. the stuff that you are yes. over. They are like yeah. head over heels in love with your kids. Yeah, and just exactly. remember that like yeah. in a way that you can't even quite understand right. until mm-hmm. you become a grandparent. Mm, so. I love that. <laughs> okay. Um, how about this? This is a really good one. Yeah. And it kind of goes along a little bit, I guess mm-hmm. with like first time away. So we got quite a few questions related to parenting toddlers. Dun, dun, dun. We see you, mamas. We see you. We love you. <laughs> and I do want to point out that we do have a whole episode from a couple of years ago, very aptly named Parenting Toddlers and Nothing is Easy because <laughs> nothing is, which is a great resource from when we were more in the thick of it yeah. um, with four toddlers at oh the my moment. Gosh. Well, I guess three and a, and a baby. And, yeah. Um, it was just a lot. So, but I thought maybe we could address specifically here moving from survival mode into thriving as a family because mm. that was kind of the theme of a couple mm-hmm. questions. And maybe a few tips with the benefit of a little bit of experience and Mm. hindsight to get through those years that can just be so, so tough. Oh my gosh. So tough. (laughs) So tough. Yeah. We were just chatting about this. (laughs) 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 Um, So um, definitely a few things. One thing, and I think I'm just still seeing this in my parenting and probably always will, but just to remember that as you move out of that survival stage, it's not all or nothing. Mm -hmm. It won't just suddenly be like, oh my gosh, now they're doing everything themselves. And I all all of a sudden, all of this time opened up. It's just like little inches Mm -hmm. of progress. Mm -hmm. And this will happen to me where all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I think I could add another responsibility yeah. there, you know, but it's, it's in small increments. Like for example, I do want to get to the point where my boys are putting away all of their laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, you know, kind of thinking, okay, this year I want them to be doing more chores. And as I thought about that, I was like, oh, that's actually not right. But what they can do is I put their socks and underwear on their bed right. and they are totally capable of doing that. Right. And so looking for those like little ways, mm-hmm. um, to add, you know, more fun, yes. more fun as a family or more responsibility to your kids. Don't you think you get in the habit of being like, mm-hmm. they can't do that. Yes, they can't do totally. that. And until they can like all the way do it, I'm mm-hmm. just not even going to bother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So looking for like the little ways. Mm-hmm. And I think it was kind of like silly of me. I, it took me a while to realize that it didn't have to be all their laundry. Like you could chunk, you could chunk <laughs> yes. that out. Like I will put these away while you put your socks and underwear <laughs> yes, away. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think too, just kind of going along with that, like you, you might need that time to step back and mm-hmm. just kind of think of it like, mm-hmm. like step out and, and, you know, kind of think about, okay, a year ago, these things were really hard. Now these things aren't. And thinking about, I don't know, goals or whatever you have for your family. Mm-hmm. How could I add this in, in just a little way? Right. Um, so I would kind of say that, um, one thing about maybe moving from that survival time that I would recommend is now that you're maybe getting more sleep, yes. wake up with enough time yes. to shower, um, 
dry your hair, fix your hair and get yourself dressed in real clothes for That's the day. A big step. I just feel like that really mm-hmm. sets the tone for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just noticed that can make a big difference for me. And I think we can get in the habit of like, I don't have enough time mm-hmm. in the morning, but you might not realize that maybe actually now you do. Right. And it could end up making you feel like you have even more time because you feel pulled together right. and just like ready to face the day. Then um, if you're doing school drop off or even if you're not doing school drop off, then you're just you know, I don't know. You're just ready to kind of get mm-hmm. on with your, get on with your you day. You don't really know what the day will bring with toddlers. You do not. You exactly. may need to run somewhere that you may need a bra. Right. So like get, get that <laughs> going in just, the morning. Probably just get it, get it all on. <laughs> um, kind of along the lines of like adding small changes, like maybe uh, responsibilities or something. Look for those small changes about bringing that you time back, whether it's, Mm -hmm. um, getting back to regular or more frequent date nights Mm -hmm. with your partner, um, or like family fun nights, like for a while family fun fun. night. Yeah. It's just like, no, you just need to go to bed. We're not taking you out to a restaurant. (laughs) Like that does not sound fun at all. Um, (laughs) uh, you know, getting together with girlfriends Mm -hmm. more, just kind of things like that. Mm -hmm. So looking for, and just remember again, like it's not the all or nothing. You don't have to suddenly have weekly date nights, but just like every six weeks, even once a month, like whatever you can kind of manage. Totally. Yeah, I can just relate to this survival into thriving mode so much because this was a very difficult process for mm-hmm. me in becoming a mom because I had the, the toddlerhood aspect mm-hmm. combined with a year and a half adoption mm. nightmare. Right, just um, uncertainty. Yeah, and so I just feel like I had gotten in some really deep ingrained survival mm-hmm. habits of mm-hmm. parenting that made me parent from this place of like fear and mm-hmm. just trying to be three steps ahead of whatever mm-hmm. chaos was coming up and like eliminating things from my life that were actually really important to Mm -hmm. me because I felt like I didn't have the, Mm -hmm. and I didn't, I didn't have Mm -hmm. the bandwidth for them. Um, some ways of operating with Jeremiah that Uh were like tag teaming constantly instead Uh of parenting as a unit. Uh Um, so we had, I mean, really, I would say even in the last, I I mean, I would say like two years Mm -hmm. have really changed a lot of that. Mm. And it's, it's really hard because part of the hard part is you don't realize you're in survival mode, right? Everything just feels hard. And you're like, why, what is Mm. wrong with my life? Uh I shouldn't have had kids. (laughs) I shouldn't, I hate my partner. (laughs) Like really you just, you think something is just wrong when it's actually, you're maybe ready to make that switch Mm. into, because survival mode can only last so long. That's true. You will burn out. Nobody is actually thriving under Mm -hmm. that. It's fine Mm -hmm. when you need to do it, Yeah, but it can't be a long-term solution. Um, and so I think the one of the really big important parts, and if you're asking this question, you know, but mm-hmm. like noticing that you're in survival mode and right. admitting that and like, mm-hmm. oh, this is hard because I'm still acting like mm-hmm. they're going to wake up all night even when they're not. Right. I could get up a half hour mm-hmm. earlier, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the first things I did to kind of get out of this, and I did it at different points along the way, because like when they were first brought to me, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't know who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know what life is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I continually kept a list of things that made me feel like myself. Oh, I love that. And I've talked about this before, but it was, I mean, it was everything from like putting on a bra mm-hmm. because I feel gross if yeah. I go past 10 a.m. and right. I still am not dressed for mm-hmm. the day um, to doing my nails Mm -hmm. regularly to reading, Mm -hmm. um, writing, like watching crappy reality TV, Mm -hmm. finding a time to just do that brainless activity, traveling, you know, Mm -hmm. so it was bigger things and little things. And then finding ways to seriously like schedule in, Mm -hmm. I'm doing my nails. Mm -hmm. Like 
you are on child duty for an hour. Mm -hmm. I need to do my nails Mm -hmm. because it makes me feel better Mm -hmm. about my life, Mm -hmm. (laughs) whatever that is for you. Yeah. Um, So that's a good place to start getting some good babysitters and being okay, letting Mm -hmm. go a little bit. Um, Those early years are just so intense and you feel like nobody else could possibly understand the idiosyncrasies of your two year old and they're going to surely perish in Mm -hmm. somebody else's care. But like, I think you'd be surprised how much a break mm-hmm. does oh my gosh. for your perspective and your ability to even think about what thriving looks like for yeah. your family and you as yeah. a person. So it's so, so important. Um, I would say kind of related to that. I feel like I could also feel like this is so difficult. I can't ask a grandparent or a babysitter yeah. to come into this, this chaos, mess. Yeah. dirty house. Mm-hmm. They do not care. They don't. They will be fine and with not, it. it doesn't seem as bad to them oh, as it does exactly. to you because you're They're just like, it. this is fine. Yeah. So I feel like both of those things can prevent you. As soon as you walk out that door, yeah. you will start to feel I think it also really helps give you some perspective on how bad life really is yeah. because when your mom comes in and lovingly tells you, babe, this is fine. This mm-hmm. is what being a new mom is like, mm-hmm. or your babysitter tells you how awesome your kids are. Right. You're like, okay, right. like they're actually really good for their age. Uh-huh. This is just hard because I'm here with them all day uh-huh. or whatever it might be. Or to get some validation. Yeah. Like, Oh like, yeah. Dinner time sucks yeah. around here. Yeah. <laughs> they really did fight their nap. Like, right. That must be really hard for right. you on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, all of those things are so important to like let other people watch your kids once mm-hmm. in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think too, when we really started to realize like, okay, we're out of toddlerhood. We're into like preschool, school mm-hmm. years. We're into like this sweet spot of mm-hmm. parenting. What do we want that to look like? We had some really big talks about like, okay, what are our non-negotiables as a family? Like mm-hmm. what are our rules that they can really understand now? Mm-hmm. And how are we going to talk to them about those? Mm-hmm. And it was just like the broader stuff, like yeah. the two or three, like, you know, big expectations that we will keep coming back to as mm-hmm. a family. Um, the things we talk about with them after they've been in timeout, you know, mm-hmm. those things that we just keep mm-hmm. that are actually important. Mm-hmm. And I think part of what's important is separating those larger, like values and expectations mm-hmm. from routines. Mm that just make life easier. Mm -hmm. Like routines are something that there doesn't necessarily need to be a consequence for. There doesn't, Mm -hmm. routines are just things that are going to make your life easier. Mm -hmm. Like look at what your pain points are throughout the day Mm -hmm. and then teach your kids a different way. Like, Mm -hmm. and to know that you will have to teach it. It's Mm -hmm. not going to be automatic. It's going to, you know, we did this in the classroom as a teacher. We practiced how to line up Mm -hmm. to go to a, Mm because you cannot just have 25 kids bum rush a door and if you just say it to walk they're to not PE. gonna yeah. know exactly and so what you're and saying. we would do it where we would say it would be no judgment attached because it's not mm-hmm. a moral issue right mm-hmm. it's a routine that makes life easier and makes us orderly human beings mm-hmm. and so i would say oh we need to go try that again boys come sit down girls come mm-hmm. sit down we're mm-hmm. gonna try again and let's remember what we do and reteaching like mm-hmm. I remember when the kids were little sitting at a store before we went in the store every single time I would Mm -hmm. turn off and it's repetitive and mind numbing Mm -hmm. and it will make you feel crazy, but they get it that (laughs) way. And to say, okay, what do we need to remember at the store? And they would go back and forth telling me things. There's no touching things. We stay with our family, Uh you know, blah, blah, blah. And I, so like those things really do, they feel like a lot of work on the front end, Mm -hmm. but they can be very like emotionless. Mm -hmm. You don't have to attach a lot of emotion to the Mm -hmm. fact that your kids constantly don't know how to put on their shoes in the mm-hmm. morning you can just see it as a teaching thing mm-hmm. and like know that they will improve gotcha yeah it feels like they won't yeah but they will yeah <laughs> and I think kind of related to that too as you're you know ready to transition to kind of these like new places mm-hmm. I've noticed too that you kind of have to observe 
what is something that, okay, we're just going to need to work on this. And like you said, we'll talk about it and they might mess up a little bit, but you know, they're capable of it versus you might be asking too much or forcing right. too much too soon. Right. That's something that I'm really noticing right now where they are getting capable of more things, but I just, I do have to be really mindful of making sure it's what I'm expecting, yeah. like I mentioned, of the laundry or what I'm expecting them to do right. in the mornings. Like I've just noticed if it's if it's too hard or just I just get this sense where it just feels like I'm just like forcing this yes. or fighting it. Yeah. Like take a step back. Can you can you take it down a couple of right. notches? Or what's or, maybe the prerequisite skill right, that exactly. they need before they're able to actually exactly. like go do that mm-hmm. thing on their own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um kind of related to this, I did just want to mention we also had a great episode called Taking the Temperature of Your Life mm-hmm. that really talks about a lot of these things too. Kind of identifying mm-hmm. uh like How what you're do doing. yeah what do you need um yes. and ways to kind of fit those things in. And related to that, I wanted to just mention too that just the the times of the younger years can be so so hard and if you know if some of the things that we're talking about just do not feel attainable at all we would just both really recommend um counseling yeah, therapy 100%. that could be incredibly helpful for just mm-hmm. getting perspective yeah. so i to wanted to, to, mention to even that help too. you decide what's important yeah exactly you mm-hmm. might not have the bandwidth or might not have had to sit down and reflect on those right. things before um right. those just really hard years kind of force some stuff and you might not be in a position to be able to really figure that out. So, Mm -hmm. okay. This is a good one. Um, do we have any empty nest dream plans? Ooh, this is such a fun question. I mean, that's, Especially that following like that topic away, but I know it yes. was. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this was really fun to think about. And I had um, kind of an interesting experience just this week when I was thinking about this question. Uh, Dash had a soccer practice and Chris was going to take him. And I thought Cedric was going to stay home with me, but Cedric wanted to go with mm-hmm. him. So it ended up that all the rest of my family mm-hmm. had left and I was home just during, doesn't happen that often. Yeah, yeah. During like the four to six thirty time. Yeah. And I was just making dinner and listening to music. Yes. And I just like cut myself. I was like, oh, I'm really relaxed and yeah. like enjoying this. <laughs> because that we usually come home from like school and going to the park four to four thirty. Yeah. And then, you know, it's a it's a toss up. Sometimes sometimes it's easy, but even if it's a quote unquote easy, they're asking for snacks. They're There's tired. They're hungry. Happening. I'm trying mm-hmm. to like un like un uh, clean their lunch dishes mm-hmm. and get dinner started. It is just it is a hard time yeah. of the day. Yep. So that just had me think about oh my gosh, one day this will not be the most stressful hour of yeah. the day. Just being Might able be to best. make dinner, maybe be having a glass of wine, just like catch up with Chris. Mm-hmm. Just sounds amazing. Yeah. No, I can't even get my head around that. Actually, I know because you just change into this life of like your 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 schedule even when their kids are older and more like capable your uh-huh. schedule still kind of goes around their schedule right, it exactly just does. And yeah so, so what does that even uh-huh. look like um so another thing definitely just traveling yes. which i hope we'll do more and more of as the boys are older but i mean just so many places that i want to go i would love it if chris and i went and just spent a couple of months in the summer especially mm-hmm. when it's so hot here mm-hmm. just somewhere else um up north somewhere, even somewhere foreign, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, with Chris's job or, you know, 
when we're both retired, just having that flexibility, I could just go Mm -hmm. see, let's go rent an apartment in Sweden for a couple of months and see what that's like. You know, a lot of pastry. Yeah. I just, (laughs) exactly. All of it. Um, I could just definitely, um, national parks that's on my list. So, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever we haven't seen yet with the boys and with the family, I just will look forward to that. And just thinking about my daily schedule, there's just nothing that extraordinary about it, but just being completely on my own time. I could just foresee like waking up, exercising with Chris. We just used to love to work out together. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, we used to go to the gym together. Yeah. That feels so weird. What would that be <laughs> like? like? That's not even actually possible right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> um, making breakfast together, both of us just having time to like work, create, mm-hmm. like pursue all these different creative projects, maybe going to a movie in the right? afternoon. Just, what? You know why like everyone's at the blue light special just because yeah, they can. Just because they I'm can. hungry and exactly. I want a tuna melt at four o'clock. That's it's, why. It starts to sound better and better totally as you get does. older. <laughs> um, and I just think too, like going out for, I just feel like there's not a whole lot of my life that's spontaneous, at least in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so being able to like, Hey, let's go meet up with some mm-hmm. friends for dinner or you just what has some friends over for happy hour. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that stuff. The other thing, I don't know if I mentioned this, just, we don't have a television right now and don't spend a whole lot of time watching shows, just catching up on all the awesome television yes. that we have not been watching for like the last yes. 20 years. <laughs> You're like, I am not concerned about screen time any longer. Exactly. <laughs> all the screen time. I just like, that just sounds That's so funny. fun. So anyway, yeah, those are some I of like my, it. some of my emptiness dreams. What are you guys going to yeah, be doing? I, travel is just huge. Uh-huh. Like just the, the fact that it costs half as much all oh, of a sudden, yeah, like totally. I want to travel with the girls and we do, you know, yeah. now, and I want to do it even more as they get older, but yeah, it becomes a lot more doable more often when mm-hmm. it costs half as much. And the <laughs> senior citizen discount, right? I'm going to be taking advantage of those. Um, writing, like I yeah. think about this all the time. I think there's a lot of really prolific writers that really didn't start like getting real serious and doing their mm-hmm. best work until 50s and stuff Love like that. that. So I, I think about that intentionally mm-hmm. when I feel like life is passing me by. And Why am I not doing regard. more? It's yes. like, no, my job is my main job right now is to raise these yeah. humans yeah. and anything else is a bonus. And then, you know, I do love that. Will, I mean, it will come around. Yeah. Writing is my lifelong yeah. pursuit and career. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, plan I can't to imagine do that that's going to change. Mm-hmm. I, I hope to do it more when mm-hmm. the kids are out of the house. Um, I think it's really fun too, to think about like even visiting them in college yes. and being like, come show me around or help, you know, cooking dinner for them in their first apartment, stuff like that. That's like that they're out of the nest, but not really like Mm -hmm. they need you in this different way that you're kind of really excited about because you miss them. Yeah. Taking them and like a friend out to dinner, like getting treated to a dinner out that you don't get to do very much in college. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the prospect of like potential spouses and Mm -hmm. just seeing that part of their life totally you know develop oh, and yeah. grandkids obviously and just thinking about like holidays with them coming back mm-hmm. I know like I my parents just like absolutely love when all of us are in yeah. the same place which is harder to do with right. four but I hope will be a little easier to do mm-hmm. with two and have us you know kind of do some holidays together and um I would love a cabin in the mountains mm-hmm. so I can picture us spending the summers there and traveling you know and just kind of being yeah. the opposite of snowbirds whatever right. that is uh-huh. um and yeah, I just, the free time. Oh my God. What will so we much even free do? <laughs> and so much like, I know you still worry about them when they're gone, but like there's got to be a satisfaction. I know my mom definitely feels this, like uh-huh. 
the satisfaction of like job well done. Right. I have functional human beings capable, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, everybody mm-hmm. turns out okay ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like they're happy, they're thriving. Like yeah. I hope to experience that. Right. Just like feeling proud yeah. of this family we created and it, as it grows and all of yes. that. So yes. Yeah. All of that. All of that. From toddlers to empty nesters. Yes. We'll get there, friends. <laughs> we will. We will get there. <laughs> okay. So how about obsessions? What are you obsessed with lately? All right. This is a breakfast that I am obsessed mm. with. It is frittata muffins. Ooh, and this is a up. recipe that I found in a cookbook um, that I got from the library recently called Run Fast, Eat Slow. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of for like runners, mm-hmm. athletes, but just some really great stuff in there. And I have just been feeling lately, I've not been doing a great job of feeding my myself breakfast. Yeah. I am getting myself ready, getting the boys breakfast. And I think just, um, I'm like, ugh, I don't really feel like putting in the effort to make myself mm-hmm. something. So then I just kind of put it off and I can come back from school drop off. I haven't eaten You're anything like starving yet. And feel yeah. Gross, like you anyway, exactly. Your day. So I was like, I need to, you know, like stock the freezer, figure something out. Mm -hmm. So um, made a big batch of these frittata muffins, froze them, and now I can just heat one up and their microwave like reheats perfectly. Mm -hmm. So these are, um, there's eggs, roasted sweet potatoes, sauteed onion and bell pepper, spinach and feta. Mm -hmm. They are like a little delicious. Exactly. Nice. They are delicious. Yeah. I've done that too with even just like um, using like ham or bacon as like the oh, outer the little, shell, oh, like the muffin like cup uh-huh. kind of if you're a meat person. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, lots of protein and mm-hmm. super easy to take on the yes. go or even heat up for the kids or whatever. Yeah. So I just, it's like a great way to start my day. I just feel like I'm taking care of myself, like eating something mm-hmm. healthy with protein. So easy and fast. Yes. Love that. What about you? I'm obsessed with these target sandals. I'm going to show you. Ooh, pick up that foot. Oh, cute, so they're cute. Just, they're just like Birkenstocks. Yeah, they, but I thought they were Birkenstocks. Um, and Birkenstock makes some like these too, but they're more expensive. But these are, these I just found at Target, but they're like the PV, fo- they're like foam. Oh, they're like croc material. Like crocs, okay. So what I like about them is they're quick for just throwing on to come over like mm-hmm. I did today. But I really like them for the pool because yeah. do you feel like sometimes flip-flops do not hold your foot in enough when you have like oh my wet gosh. feet yes and it's real hot here like you have to be careful yes. with the walking on like literally sometimes your foot even just from the radiant heat off of like the uh-huh. pool deck or the asphalt or something will like hurt in a oh, sandal yeah. so yeah. this is more coverage because uh-huh. it's like the buckles across the top mm-hmm. like a burke Mm-hmm. I just really like them and they were like twelve ninety nine. Nice. And I kind of want like them in the all the thicker, colors. Thicker, more durable yeah. sole. Yeah. I, the older I get, I just am casting more of a side eye at flip flops. Just especially cheap flip flops. Right. I'm like, I'm getting no support right. from that. It's going to wear out so fast. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of over like them. I feel like these fit the shape of my foot really good mm. too. So they're just comfortable for throwing on for mm-hmm. whatever. And yeah. Nice. Just liking them. Okay. How about some neighborhood news? I've got some great neighborhood okay. news. I had a close encounter yes. with Rollerblade Guy. Yes. He is a recurring neighborhood news character <laughs> on the show. Uh-huh. So this is, oh man, such a character. Rollerblading Guy is this guy who, based in Gilbert, Arizona, yeah. and somewhere very close in our neighborhoods, yeah. because we will see him frequently. Uh-huh. He is a tall, tall dude, probably in his late 40s. maybe Mm -hmm. um has long hair does he have a beard yeah he does sometimes sometimes not sometimes the long hair 
where you will just see him. You're out driving and suddenly you catch a glimpse mm-hmm. of this mythical creature. <laughs> so it's this tall guy, very tan because he's wearing very short shorts, like short and no shirt, running usually. shorts, mm-hmm. either no shirt or as I saw him this day, a, I mean, I'll call it a crop top. It was a red <laughs> t-shirt, but it was cut off just, I mean, just yeah. a little bit below, honestly, the, like the it's nipples. It's very a la like venice beach in the 80s it's like he's still there yes yeah he just came from rollerblading on venice beach and it's just i i really do think some like drugs are involved like some kind of substance he is just swinging his arms (laughs) he is in his own he's like rollerblade dancing yes down a very busy street exactly (laughs) and so when i saw him we were um coming out of the library and actually was just going like right by the library down Uh the sidewalk of the library Uh and uh, i had with me and he like you know glides glides on by (laughs) flowing arms and Cedric noticed him and he's like mama what happened to the rest of his shirt because it was like so short and I was just like well you know some people just like to wear their shirts like that but it was just awesome yeah he is a character oh I wanted I did not have and it's like he's mythical like I cannot get a photo of him like it happened so fast you're like oh my god there he is (laughs) and you're just like so entranced by how he's like Uh moving you're just what what is this guy's story yes so no there's got to be a good one there's got to be a good one he's a character for sure (laughs) so anyway close encounter it It was awesome Thanks so much for listening, everyone. You know where you can find us on Instagram, where High Girls Next Door, and find our Girl Next Door page on Facebook. Our website is girlnextdoorpodcast.com, and you can always email us your questions or comments at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Um, Okay. I think that's all we have. Thank you so much for listening as always. And we love all your questions. We, we take them all into account and we love to put it. No. Nope. Add living. (laughs) Add living. Take them all into account. We take them all into account. We submit them to HR. Suggestion box. (laughs)